Okay, good morning, Masechet, Rabbi Kamed, Daf Yud Gimel. And as Rabbi pointed out, that is the 40th day of this war, so we dedicate this Shir Ilun Ishmat to all those that have died. I saw that Yechia Leiter's son died. Yechia Leiter was a, oh, a he was a, in the yeah. Prime Minister's office. So his son died. He was a, he was a, he was a major, old Milumnik. And I saw that Rabbi Maidan's son is Munshamba Murdan of Yeshiva Karitiyon, Yeshiva Ibamash, Refor Shleima. For all the all those that 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 are that are wounded and achatufim and all the nedarim and achalim should come home quickly. Okay, so gufa, we saw in the Mishnah in the Gemara yesterday we had this pasuk Maleb ma'al b'ashem and we said we spoke we started off by saying in the Mishnah that the only time that you chayev in nezek is with an an, an animal which there would be no meila. Then we said okay no meila but it could have been kochim. We said what sort of kochim? We said kochim kalim. Okay, so we're gonna carry on with that today. So the Gemara now picks up on that brighter. The Bible says, Umale Mal Bashem. Right? What does it mean, Male Mal Bashem? We said, not exactly like the Meila. It sound, sounds the same. But Male Mal Bashem, we're talking about situation specifically where a person lied. Okay? And you, you deposited something with him, or you lent him something, or, or you, you, you rented him something, whatever the case was, you came to collect it, and he said, I haven't got it. I don't know what talking about. And then he made an admission, and he made, or he made, then he made a swears on God, and then he made an admission, he's got to bring a korba. So we say, Male Mal Bashem, Rabot Kochim Kali. It would include even Kochim Kalim we saw, right? Shehei Mamono, because it's, it's, it's Mamon Balim, Kochim Kalim. It's actually, it's your assets, even though it's Kochim and it's going to be on the Mizbeach, the Chirush is that these Kochim Kalim are yours. Even though they're going to become a Korban, it's not like, like, a, like, a, like a, a Kochim Kalim, like a Korban Chatat, which if you would ride up to Jerusalem on it, you'd be over in Meila. Kochim Kalim, if you had put your kid on the, cor, on the, cor, on the Korban, riding up to Jerusalem, would it be Chav Meila? So it says over here, Tanakama of the Brighter says, Umali Mabashim Rabot Kochim Kalim Shem Mamono Tirabi Yosegis. It seems the country of Yosegis, all Kochak Kalim, which we defined yesterday as Bechor, Maser, and Shlamim. I think Akora Pesach is also Kochak Kalim, but, uh, but we saw yesterday that Rashid mentioned that, okay? Ben Azai Omer, Rule Rabot and Ashlamim. Ben Azai seems to say that the word Umala Mabashim isn't all Kochak Kalim, but it's he starts talking about big specific words. It says, includes shlamim. Look at Rashi Avi. Rashi says, And he tells Avi, when you bring a korban shlamim, you got to do, you got you go smicha first, you lean on the korban, you smicha. And you've got to bring the sachim, you've got to bring wine libations. And the mincha, you bring a korban mincha with it. And there's nesachim as well there for the, the and, and, and the nesachim are three eshonim lapar, so three tenths. I'm looking for for the par and for an ayo. This is we tell in the davening time when we mention the korban or drop. We mention the rosh chodesh, etc. If saron lakeves, so each animal gets a different measure. So the the the, the par gets three times the shnei the ayo gets two eshronim, and the keves gets one saron. Kafashu menachot, kol menachot b'chol lebab b'chol lo. B'chol there's no there's no nesachim and no smicha. I think there's no smicha on the b'chol. I know there's no nesachim. I think there's no smicha as well. Just tell me, check me up there if I'm right on that. Right, so but as I said, it includes Shlamim. Abba Yossi ben Dostayomer, he says, he limits, he says, uh, and I think maybe the way to understand the difference between, uh, between Ben Azai and, 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 Abba, and Abba Yossi ben Dostai is that he says that when Ben Azai said, Lo Rabbi Ben Azai, Ela Bebachor Bilvad, whether it seems that according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, it's all the Kocha Kalim, according to Ben Azza, in the first understanding, it's maybe also Bechor and also Shlami. I come to include Shlami. 
And Rabbi Yossi ben Dostai says, no, but as I said, only Bechor, not Shlamim as well. That might be a way of learning this. We'll see now the Gemara. The Gemara is like The Gemara now extracts from this bright and says, Ben Azai Omer Rabotel Ashlamim. So when Ben Azai said that this that this pasuk that says Umaale Mal Bahashem comes to include Shlamim, Leme Utemai. What's he excluding? Because if he says in, to include Shlamim, he must mean it includes this, but not other things. So what is the mute? What's he excluding of here? So if you're going to tell me exclude Bechor, he says, well, how can you exclude Bechor? The smicha, you have to bring the sachim, and the smicha, you did on it, and is the waving of the chazeh and the shock of the, of the, of the chest and the, and, and the thigh bone. And Amar to Mamun Balim, you see that that, which is all these additional chiyubim with the korban are called Mamun Balim. So Bechor, me bai. Is a have a minute that a bechor would be part of a kohen? You would be mamon balim. Look at Rashi. Ube bechor bechutz laretz kamar. He says. Talk about bechor in chutz laretz. Remember, we saw this yesterday already, right? That the bechor there isn't really a mitzvah lechatchila to bring it as a kohen. If you brought it, you brought it, but you didn't have to, right? The kevin to love the hakrava kai lo zachul leimishukin gavod the lo chazi legavod. He says therefore that's almost talking about that, that's Rashi's interpretation of that. By the way, see uh, over there the rabot shlamim. Is only including uh, the 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 the, the Chananel doesn't actually mention anything there about uh, about a korban from a chutzlaret. And so that's our question: Does it include bechor? Not include bechor? Include bechor? He says no. It includes bechor. It includes shlamim, but it excludes maser. Right? Why does it exclude maser? Right, so we'll see. So Rashi says, "Lemutei Maser Bahemer." Rashi says, "Shava Bishu Karev Shlami." Even though you bring this a korban shlamim, it's a treatise of shlamim. Can you remember Perik Batri the Bechorot? I feel Achi Lo Have Mechayim Mamon Balim Keshlamim. It's never called Mamon Balim the Maser. Right, the korban Maser, which you know what the Maser is. Right, that's every time your tenth animal. Every every year you got to put your animals through a pen and put them through the fence. You can't run it around ten. Right you put the chuta sikra, like that red stuff on the animal, and that becomes a korban, and that's your korban for every tenth animal. It says that's not called Mamun Bali. And how do we know that Kiritanya? He quotes a brighter over here from Masechet Bechorot, I think. And Masechet Torah, by the way, Masechet Bechorot. That says, Bechor Neymar, with regards to the Bechor, it says, Lotif De, the Pasuk says over here like this. Ach Bechor Shor, or Bechor Kesef, or Bechor Es, all these three things. Lotif de Kodeshaim, you can't redeem them, the Kodeshaim, et tamam tizrok mizbayach, et chabam taktir yishlach nichoach. So even that says the Lotif de. But nonetheless, the bright understands you can't redeem it, right? To take it out of the, of, of the Kodeshaim, but you can, venim kar tam chai. But if it's, if it's tam, if it's a pure animal, you can sell it to somebody else, I suppose, to a coin or whoever else for their korban, I'm not much sure they can do with it. And if it's a Baal Moon, if it's got a blemish, you consider it even alive or dead. On Maser, it says, So there, you can't do Tmura. If you do try and exchange it, both of them get the Kedusha of the, of the, of the Maser. And the passage at the end, Now, in the, in the, in the, in the Bechor, it just says, You can't do Pidyon. Right, because normally with a bechor, with an animal for a human being, for example, you can do pidyon. With the pasuk, with the with the with the uh, 
With the Maser, it says, Lo Yigael, there's zero Gula, which means you can't even sell it. Right? So that is what, how the Gemara understands over here. We said, what is the comes on Rabbi Yochanan and says that when Ben when, when ben, Azai, uh, when ben Azai said Rabbi Ashlamim, he was excluding the, the uh, Rabbi Yochanan Maser. Ravina, the Gemara says, Matlasa, Ravina learns this discussion here with the Kashya of what was what and what Rabbi Yochanan answers. Not on the M, the 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 Bava Metzia, right? The Emtzita of the Brighter, but the end of the Brighter. The Brighter was we saw over there that we had Ben Azai, and then we said Abayosi Ben Dostai Omer Lo Amar Ben Azai Elbe Bechor Bilvad. Says that's what it spoke. Abayosi Ben Dostai Lo Amar Ben Azai Bechor Bilvad. Here the question was asked when Abayosi Ben Abayosi Ben Dostai said that Ben Azai said that Lo Amar Ben Azai Elbe Bechor only the Bechor. Is Mamon Balim? What was he excluding? Because now we've got the Shlamim and we've got the, ma- the Maase. So he says, If you're going to tell me he was coming to exclude Shlamim, so I don't understand. Why? The 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 Bechor seems to have a higher level, not necessarily a higher level of Kedusha, but a higher level of resistance to Kedusha, to lack of Kedusha. Why? Because it was it was a Bechor Mirechemimo. The moment the mother was pregnant already, and this was the first animal, that was a Bechor, the Kedusha came from the Rechem, where the Shlamim, I dedicated the Korban, wasn't born a Korban, I appointed it a Korban. So the Bechor, you're telling me, is called Mamun Balim, and it's got like a higher status, so to speak, of inherent Kedusha. And Mamonum, who, and we say it's Mamun, Shlamim, is there a Hava Mina, that Shlamim should not be Mamun Balim? And on that, Rabbi Yochanan said, you're right, what's he coming to teach us there? Abiyosi ben Dostai, what's he telling us that ben, 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 ben Azai is uh, ex, excluding? Okay, he's coming to exclude Maser. Right, so uh, but basically, both Rabbi Yochanan's exclude Maser, correct? However, you look at it, whether it was talking about Ben Azai or was talking about Abi Dostai. But the end of the conclusion is the same. That Ben Azai was excluding Maser. So it's Bechor and Shlamim, according to both these, would be Mamun Bali, but not Maser. Okay, so that's basically the same limud over there. But it is worth pointing out that Rashi over here, there's a, there's a, there's a Rashi over here, that if you've got an Oscar right at the bottom of the, of the Likutai Rashi, at the bottom, 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 it's the Rashi that's brought from Bechorot. So the Masi Nema Lo Yigael. What do you mean? You make a nether on something, right? You machrim something, you dedicate to the Kedusha, then you can't, you get as well, never. And so there's a Zarashavi here between Gula Gula and those two words. Okay, so the Gemara is like this word, but, but says, so what do you mean? That, that I didn't pronounce it properly, but the brighter said, "Look at the brighter." Ben Azai said, "Ben So the Gemara has got a kasha here on the second version of this Gemara, Ravina, that he said we learn on the Sefer. And Rabbi Yochanan was speaking about Abba Ben Yossi Ben Dostai came to explain Ben Azai. What do you mean that Ben Azai <laughs> said that it excludes Shlamim? And then that, 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 that it includes 
Maser, but it includes Shlamim. Ben Azai was pretty straightforward. He said, look in the brighter. Amar Ben Azai, Ben Azai Omer, Rabot and Shlamim. What do you mean? What else is he excluding? What's he including? But Abba Yossi bin Dostai was so clear. He said the only thing that was was a bechor. So why do you come and tell me, Rabbi Yochanan, that no, what he really meant was to exclude uh, Maser but include Shlamim? Where do you get including Shlamim? He said bechor bilvad. Those are the words bechor bilvad. So the Gemara says Kasha. Good question. You're right. Difficult one that. Unbelievable. Rabbi Yochan never knew the brighter. Yeah, it's, it's uh, an unusual knock on Rabbi Yochanan. Yeah. <laughs> right? We're going to see a couple of these kashas coming up today. Interesting, we'll see later. But I agree with you. Um, if you look at Rabbi Nechananel, Rabbi Nechananel, when he writes it, he sort of, I'm not sure what he means by this, but I underlined it because I, I understand what he means. Because look at it, it says, Rabbi Yochanan, Lemeutai Maaser, Ukidetanye Vachule, Vaalta. Bekashia. He adds in that word va'alta bekashia. In other words, like it seems like the, the outcome is a kasha. I'm, I'm not sure why he has to actually just what he means by va'alta bekashia, but it seems to be like he's also a little bit surprised here. Like, like, like Robert says, it's not going to be Rabbi Yochanan doesn't make those sorts of mistakes. You know, it's like, uh, and, and, and maybe he did, but the Gemara doesn't advertise it. Right? So he says, uh, okay, Rava Amar. So, so, so now Rava goes back to discuss this question. In our Mishnah, which we saw of Nechasim Shen Be Meila. So we're seeing a different take now on Nechasim Shen Rashi's over here. Meila de Matnitin, the Mila that our Mishnah is speaking about, Lo Tedok Pinei Ha Mikdash Kotcha. So we saw yesterday, we asked a question on Yubin Amud Bet, about six lines to the, into the Amud. We said that the Mishnah was Nechasim Shen Be Meila, the word says Meila Hu, Medelait Behu Ha Mikdash Kotcha. But if it has got elements of Kedusha, it would be okay. And that's where we got the whole idea of the Kotcha Kalim. We said it's only not Meila, right? But it could be Kotcha Kali, but still Malam Amun Balim. Rabbi says, no. Rabbi says, that's the Rashi point. Rabbi says, Meila de Matnitin, lo taidok mineha me kotcha kotcha. Don't learn from our Mishnah, a diuk over here, that it is including Kotchim Kali. El hachik amar, she'ain ba'em din Meila. What does it mean, she'ain ba'em din says Rashi. She'ain ba'em shum kedusha l'shamayim. It's got zero kedusha whatsoever. So Rava's got a different take altogether. Rava says this idea of, 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 of Kocha Kalim could still be Mamun Balim, and that's what the Mishnah said, but it means Hanameila, just not Kocha Kochim. Rava doesn't buy it. Right? So Rava says back in the Mish, in the Gomorrah, Rava says, Ma'ay Nechasim Shemeila. says, Nechasim She'ain Bain Din Meila. That's what you meant to understand from the Mishnah. Don't make a diuk in the Mishnah. It hasn't got me'ila, meaning that it's no, it hasn't got only that it's only me'ila it hasn't got, but it could even have kocha kocha. He says no, kocha kali. He says no. There's no demons. What does it mean? What do it mean when we say no? It's Rashi says that Rashi adds. Actually, it's funny. Agamora seems to have been edited like Rashi because the Rashi says umay ninu kagon nechasim dehedjot. Now Agamora says dehedjot. So I guess Rashi's adding in there kagon nechasim. Maybe that's Rashi's little addition over there. Like things that are owned by individuals, not kedusha. So the Gemara says, so, so, the, so, so the Rabbi says, well, if that's the case, belitnei dehedjot. So why didn't our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah could just as easily have said, right, that Mishnah was on Tetamud Bet, correct? The Mishnah could have said, 
ונצאת כל שחלתי בשביל התור, הקשבתי לזה, כל הקשבתי במקצת, נזכור אחת ותשע שבועות, נכסים שאין בהם מעילה. אמרבי אבא, remember this was Rabbi Abba, okay? This was Rabbi Abba talking. It's a shlamim shehiziko. If a shlamim causes damage now to my ox, a shlamim ox goes my ox, govem ipsaran ve'enu govem i'emorehen. So already we said that the shlamim, remember, make shalom between the owner of the shlamim, the kohanim, and the mizbayach. Everybody gets a piece of it. And the Mizbayach gets the Amorim. The Amorim got the Mizbayach, and the Amorim, after they've been on the Mizbayach, have got a status of Kotche Kotche. So it says the Rabbi Abba, that when this ox, Shlamim, gores the other ox, so remember we learned, if it was a Tam, for example, you can take Chetzi Damim, right? You can gather, you can, you can charge half of it, and it's limited to the value of the ox. Remember that? So we said, that's where the, that's where the, where the, where the Tam, right? Limited not from Mina Aliyah, but from the half, from the belly of the ox itself. So now, what is he saying? We've got an ox that really, a portion of this ox, I don't know how much the Amorim are in the value of an ox, but let's say the ox weighs, a, I don't know, how much does the ox weigh? 300 kilos, 400 kilos, I don't know, 500 kilos, four, whatever. Say so it weighs 300 kilos. And let's say that 250 kilos, no, it weighs 500 kilos and 200 kilos are Amorim. So when you come to claim your damages, from the owner of this ox that gored you, you can already claim your damages from three-fifths of the value of the ox. Because that belongs to Mamun Balim. The two-fifths, the 200 kilos, are Amorim. They don't belong to the Veshamayim. So that's what Rabbi Abba seems to be saying. Shlamim sheziku gova mi psarai vena gova mi Amorim. The Gwaz says, Nupshita, why would you think differently? Amorim the gavoa salkai. The Amorim don't belong to the owner. The Amorim belong to Shamayim. They go to the Mizbech. They are living on the Mizbech. Right, what's the Chidush? Legove mipsaran kenegele morim. We might have thought, okay, so listen, mister, maybe you only have to pay, if it's a time, you've got to pay 50% damages. Now, 50% damages of the ox, and let's say that the value is equal to half the ox. Okay, let's say that the value is half the ox, it's easy. So the ox is 500 kilos, and let's say kilos is a shekel. So 500 shekels worth of the ox. You damage my ox. I'm not going to claim 500 shekels from you. But it turns out that only 300 shekels is actually ox, and 200 shekels is Amorim, which isn't yours. So you might have thought, it's not my problem. Right? Up to the owner to come and the, the, the balance. So, it, so now it turns out that only three-fifths are really his. So I'm entitled to 50% of three-fifths. But now 50% of three-fifths doesn't cover 50% of my ox. So maybe I would be able to take more basar from him. Essentially, he's paying more than 50% of his share of the ox to cover my 50% of the damages, al cheshbon, the 30% of the Amorim, which aren't his. Everybody got that? Not, uh, I think that, that was pretty straightforward, right? So that's what he says. I leave it. It says, it says, Amorim, 
Right? So maybe, so when the Gemara says, Lord Shech, look at Rashi, Hadi Tani, Eino Gove Memorin, when we said, you can't, how come, this is coming to teach us, the Ein Gove Mipsaro, Kenege Memorin, Kagon Shor Shavim Atayim. Okay, Rashi gives his earnings question. I should have actually heard the Rashi. Okay. Maybe I said similar. Kagon Shor Shavim Atayim, I'm sure with two. Should I go, Shor Shavim Atayim, also with 200. Eino Gove Ele Chetzi Dami Pesor, I need 100. Afa Gav, the law have a man of Shalem. With the Chetzi Memorin, Lo Yishtalem, so now only can claim from the half of the hand. Like I said, okay, again, it was a pretty example. So we might have thought that we could make it up. He said, no, you can't. You're dealing with only the owner's share of the ox. So his three-fifths, sort yourself out. Get half of his three-fifths. Half of his three-fifths might not be 50% of your damage. That's your limit. That's what he says over here. The governor says, according to who? Alibe Daman. Eat Alibe Darabanan. Right? If Alibe Darabanan, look at Rashi. It's a very, we need Rashi. That's very important. This is the last narrow lines of Rashi. Ia libet rabbanan de paligale drabinatan beperk shoshna gachida paron daf nun gimel. So when you get there in exactly 40 daf time. This is yud gimel, nun gimel. 40 daf. Just over a month we'll see this. There's a machloket there, gabe shosh dagaf dachafet chavero labor. So now we've got an interesting one. Because there's two damages at play There's a shore, an ox, and a boar. Ma shore pushes another shore into your boar. So when the shore falls into the boar and, and it's damaged, it's accumulation here of my ox pushing him and your boar trapping him. And now there's a damage here of shore and boar. Got it? Right? So now in that machlok, now who pays the damages? My ox pushed your ox into, into I don't know, let's follow it. I'm going to call it my screen over here. So my ox pushes Clifford's ox into Ira's pit. Okay, so who's responsible? My ox for pushing him or Ira's pit for uh, being there in the first place and receiving him? So in that Gemara over there, we said there with regards to Rabbi Natan, right? We said there with regards to a tam. So he says, uh, The owner of the ox who pushed pays a quarter. is patur, and the owner of the... Uh, of the boar, sorry, he's patur, because he pushed him. So in other words, he can only receive 50% damage of his tam. I only got to pay 50% of the damages because all I did, I, we were both of us. So I pushed you, so I pay a quarter because it's half of the 50% damages of the tam. And the bala boar is patur because it, well, it's not his fault, I suppose, that you pushed him. But nonetheless, I'm only half of half. But if it was a muad, because he had 100% damages, bala boar patur. So, Ahmed, so what do we see over here? This is what we're saying. So this is the Rabbanan saying this. So it says, with Rabbanan, if we want to take a parallel machloket, we've got one other machloket on Daf Nun Gimel, where there are two people at play, and here the same thing. When my ox goes your ox, and my ox is a shlamim, so it's not really only my ox, it's my ox and the Mizbayach's ox are both goring you. So just like there, Rabbanan said, that even though the Bala Bor is patu, because Bala Bor says, what do you want from me? I don't do anything. Your ox pushed your ox, his ox into my pit. So the Rabbanan say, you can't claim from the Bala Bor. So Iris patu, it's all Clifford's problem. No, actually, that's me, I, I pushed his ox into there, right? So it's me that I've got the problem. 
But nonetheless, Clifford can't carry more than what I'm entitled. Even though he, that oak's not paying, right? He can't make me pay. So if he can't make me pay, then so to over here, if he can't make me pay the share of Chegdesh. Everybody got that? That would be a coin to Rabbanan. That's what the Gemara says. I leave it, Rabbanan. Darren, Darren, this yeah. is like these, these arguments where you have uh, three or four cars in a row and, and the first one puts on brakes. A pile up, right. The, the third one knocks the second one into the first one's car. Right. And then the insurance companies can't like, make up their mind who's, who's actually yeah. liable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't know. I think, I like something correct if I'm wrong, but I think in that situation, I think the guy at the back is always the one liable, isn't he? He's like the guy at the uh, back. Uh, who... I don't know. My son had a situation like that and it wasn't so pushing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just, All right. Yeah. Refer your insurance company to Daf Yud Gimel and Daf Samach Gimel. And let's, uh, okay. So let's carry on. Let's carry on. Let's not lose that track with Okay. So, Alibad Rabbanan, Pshita Ha'amar, Kilaiki Lishlumi Behai, Lomishlumi Behai. V'i Alibad Rabbanatan, and then if you contra Rabbanatan, Ha'amar, Kilaiki Lishlumi Behai, Mishtalem Behai. So, the Gemara says, I don't understand. Who are we going according to? Right? We said over here. Right, I'm a Rabbi Abba. Remember, this is Rabbi Abba. So who's Rabbi Abba going according to? Is Rabbi Abba going according to Chachamim? Or is he going according to Rabbi Natan? Not a Pashut, yeah. But actually, we can, we can answer them according to either one. In other words, our sugi over here is not necessarily dependent on that sugi there. Why? It says, Where did Rabbanan say over there that you, you don't claim from the second guy? And therefore, you wouldn't be able to get the basar on the cheshbon of the Amorim when there are two people involved. There's, there's a bore and a shore. And both of them cause damage together, two individuals, to this, to this, to this bore, to the shore. Aval bechad gufa, when it's one ox, just that ox is owned by two people. No, you've got to pay. Maybe Rabbanam would say, in the pit, you're right, you can't claim from the Baalim. But yeah, you can claim from the Emorim. And therefore, the Baalim, the, the owner of the meat, must pay you more meat. Because you can't go to Hegdesh and claim. She's going to make it up. And Ibalam Rabbanam, Rabbanatam, we can also say, Rabbanatam, why? Hatam hud amalei Baal shor le Baalabor. There, the Baal hashor says to the Baalabor, what do you mean you're not going to pay? Ana torai bebirach ishkichte. Where's my poor mashor? Where did I find mashor? I found mashor at the bottom of your pit. What do you mean you're not paying? Right? So now, but you don't want to pay. I don't care who pays. Right? But that was regards to the pit. Aval hacha mi matyamar basar azik emorin lo azik. There we can at least have different, but can anybody say there was only the meat that caused the damage, not the amorim that caused the damage? Everything caused the damage. Right? Uh, can, can, can the damage, the guy, right? And say, they did, in, 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 in other words, why was, was the, the, the meat more responsible than the amorim? I don't care. I think that's the Russian means another last one here, but he knocks it out. So I'm not going to read it up yet. So I think that's, that's the shot of this. I'm a, so basically, it could be I'm a rabbi. That was with regards to a shlamim. But a toda, korban toda, shehizika, that, that was a, you had a korban toda on its way up to Jerusalem and I went and damaged someone else's ox. Govami psara, then govami lachma. It's now interesting one. You, you, you claim the damages, in other words, the owner of the damage, the nizak, the damage party, gets the meat, the value from the meat of the toda. What does it mean gets the meat? He goes and eats the korban. 
You owe me meat amount of meat, so I now go and eat that korban. The korban, the meat that I that I eat is my, that your is mine, but not from the lechem. So that seems to be pshita. What did the lechem do? Look, Rashi says, "Hello, Isaac. The lechem didn't cause any damage. The, the ox caused the damage. Why should you think you even get from them from the bread?" Right? So the Gemara says, "No." Why? Nizak ochel basar. The mitkaperia is the guy who's getting the kapara for the korban, meaning the guy who brought the korban, maybe lechem. So that's what he's telling us for. So the, the, the nizak, the damaged party, he eats the meat of the korban, but the damaged part, but the, the bala korban gets the bread. So why would you think otherwise? He said, no, we would think otherwise. What would we think? Really, the, the bread is a hechsher mitzvah. You can't have the korban without the bread. So we think it's a package deal. And therefore, mm-hmm. if I'm getting the meat, I want the bread as well. Right? Lay not a pasha. Look, the guy who's bringing the korban, whose ox caused the damage. at basar We might even think that the, the, the damage point doesn't want to bring the bread even. Because you're going to say to the guy, what are oh, you eating all my meat? I'm going to provide you with the bread. What's going on over here? Right? No. The le- the kabashwa the, the balim have to bring the lechem. And but the bala buy but the and the nizak doesn't get the bread. But the bali we might so we got two arguments over here going either way. Right? The 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 bala the, the, the guy whose shore was damaged says, I want the bread also. I want the whole story. The cor- the I bring guy bring the korban says to the guy, What are you I'm not even bringing in the bread? You bring the bread. You can eat my meat, I'm gonna have to bring the bread. Torah says, No. You eat the meat and you bring the bread. That's why that was necessary to tell us over here. Rabbi says that the Toda You don't get the bread and you've got to bring the bread. Okay, what you got that? Right? Okay. Uh, okay. Now, 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 we, now, now the Gemara says, Casual Mishnah. Mishnah said, The Nachasim Shahin Shah Bene Brit. So remember, we said that Bene Brit, that they have to be Jewish. The Gemara said, What are you excluding of here? You didn't tell me it's excluding a goyim of the Kochavim. We learned later on, the Gemara said, Dav Lamed Zayin, Shosh Yisrael, Shlagach, Shosh Lamed Kochavim, Patul. So what's the Gemara said, You're right. Tan never had a Bafaresh. You're correct. It's the Mishnah repeating themselves just to explain themselves better. So it's a bit of a strange duff, let's be honest today, right? A bit of a strange duff. Because the Gemara is accepting that lots of things are not necessarily so, aren't really too many Chidushim, etc. Nechassim Yuchadim, there we had as well. What does it mean, Nechassim Yuchadim? We explained in the Mishnah, Nechassim have to be owned by somebody. That was Nechassim Yuchadim. They have to be owners. So the Gemara says, what's the Chidush? What are you excluding? What isn't Nechassim Yuchadim? When two guys are arguing, once there's a, there's a bunch of shorim there, like a yeah, like cloud story, a bunch of cars, and they're all smashing into each other. He says, You're saying your car? He says, No, my car. He says, That was your car. He says, That was his car. Same thing, there's a bunch of shorim, they're running around outside, and the one, and we don't know who it was. So, what I don't understand, how can they come? They also learned later on. We'll see it in, in, later on in, 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 in the says the Gemara Big says, Well, Daf Lamed, hey. Two shvayim were chasing off the one. Zeo meshochayzik, vzeo meshochayzik. Shneim turi, right? And each one blaming the other. They both patur. So the one says, "You're right." Tani v'halam mefarish. Agreed. Same idea. Same thing again. Right? The one says, "Matnita," and that's answer number one. The one is now answer matnita. Tani in the brighter, we learned another answer. What does it mean, meyuchadim? This is how we explained it in the Mishnah. We said meyuchadim. Prat le nichse hefker to exclude nichse hefker that are ownerless. 
So I don't understand. What, what, what do you mean ownerless? If your ox damaged a hefka ox, so my tabe, who's going to sue you in the first place? There's no one to sue you. It's an ownerless ox. So what are we talking about? Who you? Well, what do you mean? What's a chilush? It's partial. There's no one who can claim anything from you. There's no one who can sue you. Nobody can ask damage. What do you mean? We must be about a situation where hefka ox gored my ox. So the says, well, the same thing. I understand. New laser later. Go take it. So if it's Hefka, you don't have to deal with anybody. Chap the ox. Corner from the Hefka. Now it becomes your ox. Why you? Well, what's the big deal? The Gemara said, no, no, no. Before you could claim that ox, somebody else claimed that ox from Hefka. So your ox just got gored. There's a whole big scene over there. It was saying, who owns this ox? Who owns the ox? Someone shouts, like, no, no one owns the ox. And before you can do anything, some clever guy grabs the ox, okay, it's mine then. And now walks over that ox. Now you've got no claim. Right? So that is what, that's the, what we saw in, in that's the brighter. Right? Ravina Amar, Ravina says something different. Ravina says, Lemeute nagach v'acharkach higdish, nagach v'acharkach hifkir. Talk about an ox a little bit differently. He says, the guy's ox gored your ox. And before you could do anything, he straight away said, I'm being makdish my ox. Not my ox. I'm makdished it. It's bad amigdash. Or I'm afkir my ox. I don't want my ox. Mafkir, not mine anymore. And the Gemara supports it with the brides. He's telling me, I've got a brighter as well. And quite your brighter. He says, also didn't have memdavi. You see, all these coming up again later on in the Gemara. Even if a guy's got ox gourd and then he was mafkirit or he was maf or he was or he was magdishet patuash in emar because the pasuk over here says I read the whole pasuk listen to the whole pasuk so now this was a shor muad and the owners didn't look after like it was supposed to right and it killed the boy or woman or a woman. Hashor Yisakel, the ox gets stoned, the gamba love you, Matt. We don't get you, Matt. They pay coffee, right? But nonetheless, there's a, there's a, it says over here, Isho Isha, Hashor Yisakel, the government, how did the shore get, get skiller or the, and the owners have to pay coffee? There's a baiting, right? You go to baiting, there's a court case, and the Dayan decide what they're going to do. They meet Isho Isha. If we've got a moment, I want to tell you a beautiful story about a baiting, which are, it's, it's a mind boggling story about, about the Taz and the Bach, his father in law. But if we get to the time after this. So now, says over here, right? Says Ravina, the Mitta and the Hamadabadin, so when that ox killed, at the moment that it did the killing, and at the end of the din, it has to be the same. What does it have to be the same? The Gemara says, What do you mean? What, what do you mean? The din, Gemara din. You mean the end, the paskening, the pluck of the pas. The Mishnah says over here, but Gemara dinu ketiv. So the Gemara says, you're right. Look at Rashi over here. When he says keshavin keechad. He says shavin keechad bebal echad. So that's what he means. In other words, that's what our Mishnah is telling us. What's the chirush of shor meyuchad? Has to be owned by the same person throughout the whole period, from the moment that the accident took place or the killing took place until the Gemar Din, the same owner, if in the middle, during any given time, 
The owner was Mafkir or Magdish. Can't drink contra So we've seen a couple of answers. The one is Hefka. The one is Mafkir or Magdish. And the first answer we said was, well, the first one, where they're arguing over who said who. He said yours, you said his, and we're not sure whose it was. In a case like this, uh, you'd be you'd, you'd, you'd be patron. Now, my little problem with that last bit of the brighter there is if we said Nagach Shor and then he was Mafkir, not Magdish. So what's the, we go back to the question we answered, asked in the first, in the second answer, I'm just go take the shore then. What's the problem? If the guy gored and then he took it, just go grab the shore. So I'm not sure why the government answered. Okay. Uh, let's go. Okay. Uh, now we saw as well in the Mishnah that you hive in any place when it happens unless the guy came into your premises. Right? If you came into my yard and my ox called your ox, not my problem, it's your problem. Because I can simply say to you, what were you what were you doing in the first place? I didn't invite you. You bring your ox into my place. Now this is not as uncommon as we think. Huh? You know, a guy walks somebody else's yard with a dog and they've got a dog and now you bring your dog to my house and my dog jumps on your dog and kills your dog. What were you doing with your dog in my house? Don't you phoned and said, listen, can we have a play date and bring our dogs over? You know, that would be a little bit different. But if you just walk and into our... I'd like to see your dog kill any dog. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, my dog has already killed the dog, Clive. So that's, that's, that's a source point. So please, don't, don't pour salt on the wound. No, I'm joking. He already has, though. But by mistake, by mistake, by mistake, by mistake. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, what if they had shared, if they had shared uh, premises? Right? We said there as well, Pastor Amrab Chizda, Amrabimi, Chatzia Shutafin, Chievba, Rashen, Vala Regel. He says, no, if it's a Shutafin, he says, it's Chayev on the Shen and Regel. Right? Not Karen. Right? Vahachi Kamar, Chutz Mereshut Hameyuchedet the Mazik de Patur. Only when it's only the mazik. He says, no, he'd be chayev. Rabbi Lazar Amar, no, patur al Hashem v'la regel. V'achik Amar, chut mishra miyuchad l'mazik, mishra nizak v'amazik, dami patur, k'shizik chav amazik l'atuye keren. So the machloket over here, when are you chayev if it's a combined, uh, 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 if it's a combined premises? Machloket if it's shen v'regel or keren? Maybe we saw a difference, right? Because he said keren is muad l'hazik. But Shen Beregel is always pays full damages. Right? Says the Gemara says, now, now the question over here is, when we come to Shen Beregel or Karen, we had a machloket, Rabu Shmuel, in our Mishnah, what did Mave mean? Remember? Going back to the early days. What was Mave? Was Mave Adam, a person? Or was Mave Shen? If Mave was Shen, then what was Shor? Well, if Mave is a person, then Shor meant Karen Regel Vishen. Remember? That's how we explained it. So it was like this. Ha nichel Shmuel. We understand according to Shmuel, look at Rashi, Amar Barash Pirkin, Mave is a Shen. Then Mave means Shen. And Tana Shor, and Shor means Regal. U Mave, right? Le Shino is Shechala to a Karen. So now we understand that we've got to find Karen of here. El Rav, the Amar Rav said that Mave is Adam. So Tana Shor, the whole middle of the Shor. 
So Shor already includes everything. So what do you mean it comes to include Karen? So Chav HaMazik, what did the Mishnah say? Chav HaMazik, when we had that Lashon, Hichshir, and we said Chav HaMazik is Chayev. Latu Emai, Latu Emai, Kishizik Chav HaMazik, Lavi Shomer, so he's going to explain that something else. So we understand what's going on if we have the Machloket, when it's a question of who owns the property, if it's common or not prop common. If we're talking about Shen Varega, making a difference between Shen and Regal, and we're talking about having to include Karen, according to Shua, but according to Rav, who says, by definition, Shor includes everything. So what is the Chilush of the Mishnah? She says, What's that coming to tell us? Any of these people, other guys looking at a God, a free guardian, or a guy who borrowed something from you, or a Nose Sachar, you're paying something to God something for you, or a renter. In the meantime, he's now rented or borrowed or lent or looking after something of yours, and your animal now in his possession went and caused damage. Right? If it's a tam, Now what happens here, look at Rashi, tam, second last narrow lines. Okay, Rashi, let me finish later. If the wall, it was a good wall, the wall collapsed at night. Or if it's a tam, would be patu. So now, we're going to explain that, what's going on over here. So Amar Mar, we take an extract from what we just said a second ago. La tuya ha, to turn to include this brighter, which mentions chav, mazik, lavi. So he says, Explain, what's the, the scenario here? Where one of these guys who's got in his possession my ox, either he borrowed it or he lent it or he rented it or I gave it to him, I'm paying him to look after it or he looked after it for free. Have it got there? But not his man. If it's my ox that damaged his ox in his possession while he's looking after it for whatever reason, Right? Lay right? I can say to him, right? Ilu azik pa'alma, ba'ili shlumei at hashta da aske lator didach bin shlumei. So I understand if it had, if it had damaged somebody else's, if my ox had gone and damaged somebody else's, right? Ba'it lishlume at you would have had to pay because it's in your hands. So now I damaged your ox. Why should I have to pay? You're responsible. Let's say my ox stepped out of your house and went and damaged somebody else. You're looking after because you've got it. So why am I responsible? So just like it damaged your own ox, why should I be responsible? Alright? Maybe it's other way. Maybe your ox gored my ox. I've got now my ox in your garden. You're looking after it for whatever reason. You rented it or you borrowed it or you're looking after it for me, whatever the case is. And your ox damaged my ox. Right? So lay malay. Right, ilu it azik bi alma. If somebody else's ox had damaged my ox, buy it ishlume kulat Torah. They have to pay. Hashta da aske tur didach. Paul geniske u de mishamet. You only pay me half. Lo olav tzagmosh daron da aske tur de mashnos. Where are we speaking about here? Where my ox damaged your ox? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? She kibel la shmiat gufo. Really, my ox damaged your ox, and I want to pin the blame on you and say you're responsible. The one said, "No, you you not so responsible. Why?" Because when I took your ox, I agreed to look after your ox that it wouldn't become damaged. Right? The law I didn't I didn't agree to look after your ox that wouldn't cause damages. So therefore I was looking after your ox as in a defensive scenario that your ox wouldn't be damaged. I wasn't responsible to make sure your ox wouldn't damage. So therefore I was responsible for that, and therefore you gotta pay for that. Okay, if we've got one minute, because I'm talking about, about a bait in, unbelievable story. So there, the, the, the Taz, we all know Taz, right? 
David Levi Segal, probably the most famous parish on the Shulchan Aruch. And his father-in-law was Rabbi Yil Sirk in the Bach, who's one of the more famous parishim on the, on the, on the tour, okay, with the Beit HaLevi. Huge Tabi Dachachami, he was the chief rabbi of Krakow afterwards, the, the Bach. And the Taz was the Taz. So the story comes along that, uh, it's a story, two different stories. I don't want to tell them both, take up too much time. The story, bottom line, is that the Bach's daughter marries the Taz. And in the agreement, the Bach undertakes to support him for the first year at least and to feed him a hot meal every day, including meat. Okay? And now, and, and the Taz and the Bach, and they're good friends, and they, and they, and they, and they learn together. Well, they attacks ta- him left, right, and center, but they, they obviously were calling, they had a lot of respect for each other. Eventually, it's a long story. The Taz sues the Bach in Beitin because the Bach was giving him every day a hot meal of, of lungs. Not, and he said that lungs are not meat. And the whole town's like, what's the story? True story, that's documented. What's going on here? The Taz is suing his father-in-law because he doesn't give him meat. He gives him lungs. He says, lungs isn't meat. And the story goes that on the day of the court case, even, before they came to Beitin, they were discussing a sugya in Beit Midrash as if they were like the two best friends and no animosity whatsoever. And they come to Beitin. All the Talmudim come to the Beitin. This is what's going on over here. And the Taz gets up and he says, the judge, the Beit, the day, and asks him, what's the story? He says, no, nah, I'm suing my father-in-law. We had an agreement when we got married that he would feed me every day a hot meal of meat. And he's feeding me lungs, and lungs isn't meat. And he sits down. Everyone expected, you know, the Taz to come with a whole two-hour pill pool explaining why meat, why tongue is a meat, and proving the whole thing. Nothing. Sit down. The Bach gets up, and he had prepared his defense. Obviously, he spends an hour proving from all sugiyas why t- uh, lungs are meat. And they're paskin that lungs are meat, and the Bach is okay, and there's no problem. They get up, and they're the best of friends ever after. Nothing ever happened. So God comes to the Taz and says, I understand. Oh, you took your father in law to bait in for that. You came unprepared. You didn't even say anything. You didn't tell what you're doing. And I eventually says, No, you don't understand. He says, My father in law made a deal with me. And I got my meal every day. He said, But in, in a dream, I saw that in Shamayim, they've got tainas against the Bach for not honoring his deal, for giving me lungs, not giving me meat. And I didn't want him to suffer, God forbid, in Shamayim because of that. So I wanted Beit in Shalmata to pask in Halocha that lungs is meat. And therefore they could live a lot in Shamayim. And that was the story. So, uh...